I think if you stay true to yourself and you expose your core values and you stick true to those and you have that vision, I, I really believe that it'll it'll just extrude out of you. You know, you'll you'll bleed it and you'll find a way to get there. Self-leadership can be lonely. It's hard to do the thing no one else wants to do, that no one else is willing to do. But you are not alone. There are others dancing through the fight and laughing as they lead. Let's find them, swap stories, and live through this together. Welcome to How I Live Through This. I'm your host, Ann Roach, and I'm really glad you're here. Eight years ago, I chose to prioritize connection in all of my decision-making. Connection has become my compass. And that decision has changed my life. I can, I can point to a lot of things that have changed, but not only am I more fulfilled and energized in every aspect of my life, it opened doors I didn't even know existed. Club Avexia, a state-of-the-art, amazing wellness and fitness center here in Southern Marin, was one of those doors. I, I should say here now that this is not an advertisement and I'm not getting paid to light up Club Avexia. But when I first met Warren Gendel and Scott Raymond, who together are the co-founders of Club Avexia, I wasn't looking to join a club. I didn't think of myself as a club person. I was trying instead to refocus on my physical health and fitness after the lockdown years. And we're not going to talk about this, but the three months of peanut M&M lunches I, I <laughs> indulged in. And I went to check out this new place without expecting to join. But within the first few minutes of meeting Warren and Scott, I knew I had to participate in whatever it was they were creating because it was clear to me that connection was at the heart of not only the club, but of the two of them. So welcome to How I Live Through This, you two. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. You're both very accomplished businessmen and leaders. Warren, you have an extensive background in the creation, development, and management of multiple health and fitness businesses. And Scott, you've built real estate investment and management companies and bring a focus on the wellness aspect of fitness. But the reason I asked you on to season three, Undercover Coach, is because of that first conversation and every time I've seen you interact with members and coaches ever since. I've, I've said this to both of you, but for the audience, I'm defining undercover coaches as people who are not professional coaches per se, but who use coaching skills like listening, acknowledging, validating to create a space for people to put down their fear and to step forward into possibility. And I get that the livelihood for both of you and, and the livelihood of Club Avexia to a certain extent depends on good customer service, but <laughs> I got the feeling from the way that you both show up, the connection that you seek to make at Club Avexia, that that's genuine, that that's separate from a marketing perspective. I, I felt that from the very first time I met you both and every interaction I've had with you so far. So my first question <laughs> took me long enough to get there is what draws you to people to create connection with people? Let me put you on the spot first. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Uh, for, for me, uh, this is Warren speaking, is um, 
it's really i think it's 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 a it's a component that it evolves around fitness and mental health has always been a big thing for me as a young child and then all through my college i just really feel that we live in this society that people fear um, of what their their whole stature is in terms of getting getting physically fit getting their mental health together so for me it was always about educating uh people around you know you can it's never too old to exercise never too old to meditate never too old to get yourself on the right track and um i've always been a believer in you know if you can just program your mind uh, to the direction of your your well-being um that's half the battle you know so we're missing that as as a whole a place where people can be very comfortable uh within themselves um and and be part of a of a community uh that everybody basically has the same same goals in mind whether it's like like i said whether it's physically fit or getting your yourself healed um and so I've always been that true believer in on connecting with people and, and, and working with people's, I guess, self-esteem is a good, is a good way for me to look at it. Um, because if you don't have the self-esteem, uh, you really, you really can't progress. It's a, it's a great question. I, I'm passionate about it. The passion that I, that I bring to the table about what I believe in, I, I like to feel that is contagious. Um, and then I think people see that from us. I'm looking at Scott right now. Yeah. You know, for me, as Warren was talking, I was thinking, of, thinking about my, my life and, and, and career of, of working with people and connecting with people and trying to, trying to draw some conclusions to answer your question about why I connect, why I seek connection and with who I seek connection with. And, um, the conclusions I'm coming up with are I've always been drawn to and wanting to connect with people who were inspired to better themselves uh, and, you know, had the discipline, were able to set goals and, 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 and carry through and execute on whatever it is they were seeking to achieve, whether it was education, intellectually, spiritually, or, or fitness wise. And, you know, it became clear when we started building this club out, even from the pre-sales, the tent and the parking lot, and we started, started to meet some of the, the early adopters of our vision uh, we saw a group of people that were really committed to their fitness and their wellness and their health and dying to get back to community and so it really just fed on each on itself this uh the connection really was born out of you know two guys trying to create a facility that inspired people and connected people uh and a group of people that were literally dying for that connection and for a place that would inspire them beyond just a typical gym you know, or a typical yoga studio. And so uh, it's, it's, it's exceeded anything that I've, that I even originally set out to, to build. And uh, a lot of it has to do with, you know, people like you, and uh, you see our vision and you feel the energy and the connection and the community that's being built here. And it just, it, it just encourages us and inspires us to do more. Well, I really, I appreciate that. And what I'm, what I'm hearing from both of you, which I, think is really um, maybe the the heart of it is community that you're connecting with people who 
are looking for community and who are looking from what it sounds like to connect back. So what I'm understanding from both of you is, and maybe this is a question, you can't connect with somebody who isn't wanting to connect. You can't help somebody move forward who isn't wanting to or willing to move forward. Would you say that that's accurate? Yeah, I, I, I would, you know, because when I was in college, um, I'm going to age myself, you know, well, we're growing up, Jacques Cousteau, Arnold Schwarzenegger was my idols, but I chose a path in college um, to get into the bodybuilding mentality. And that actually really made me who I am um, because of the discipline behind it. I, I'm a believer in you have to be a student of your business and you have to understand what you believe in and that it actually works for that individual and bodybuilding just changed my life um for the, so many reasons it, the discipline aspect the 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 focus um to, to finish something completely through it's you against you and what i found from that uh when i finished and started my first business was um you're an educator and if you can practice what you preach right um and you can be that educator especially in what Scott and I have built, which is the fitness and wellness, people will listen. Um, and, and I really believe that it comes from um, the sincerity of you accomplishing so many things within yourself that people will, um, it's, it's like, it's kind of contagious. Um, and, and I think people need more of the education side of why um, you, go to, you go to a place like Club of Vexia or any other fitness or wellness facility, right? That's the fear is immediately in somebody's eyes to walk into a place. But when you get the genuine people and you feel that vibe and um, they, they, they speak to you uh, with no egos, but they're passionate about it, uh, it makes the biggest difference in the world because then people feel that sincerity, right? Um, and I think that's what we've put here is this non-intimidating ingredients that we, we Club of Vexia is. It's, it, it has all of the, uh, the positives with, you know, when you walk into our place, right, everybody is engaging. Um, and there's no, uh, there's no egos, if you will, here, right? So everybody's trying to be on the same page, you know? And I think that's a huge part of what differentiates us from other competitors or this industry is we generally care uh, about delivering results for people, whether it's having a place to hang out because they, they need an escape from working at home or getting the results that they're seeking on a, on a personal level, fitness, or even on a spiritual level. Right. Um, and, and I think, uh, I think we've been, you know, we've seen and hearing that from our members that, this place has, has has changed their 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 thought process of I mean the first time I've been doing it for 30 years I hear people saying this they look forward to coming to a place to work out. I think you said it and you totally. had you were homesick, right? When you were traveling. <laughs> <I was. laughs> you know, that's kind of what that's I think that's what Scott and I are trying to uh to build here. Yeah, I mean there's people that come here just, you know, to, to work out on our you know we've got the best equipment in the in the market we've got great you know yoga classes and group fitness classes but i think the thing that really resonates for us that goes to your question is uh 
uh, you know, people really love the energy, the vibe, uh, the community. Um, I've heard it from a number of people, just how friendly the members are. They've, they've rarely gone to a club where introducing themselves, you know, what's your name, you know, uh, exchanging phone numbers, getting together outside of the club. And this is, this is what this place is generating is that level of connection. And so it goes way beyond just the uh, quality of the equipment and the, the types of classes we have. Yeah. So I loved that you mentioned fear because um, I can imagine that that comes up in, in a, a, a lot of you know, people coming in or even working one-on-one with um, people on their fitness. We could probably spend the entire hour talking about um, <laughs> times that people are acting outrageously or being assholes. I'm sure that happens a lot in customer service <laughs> businesses. And I'd probably have a bigger podcast audience if I spent my time talking about things that went wrong. But I am a believer that 5% of people make 95% of the noise. And I always like to focus on the 95% who are hungry for connection and who do respond to attempts at, at creating community and um, connection with each other. How do you, and, and, and that is for sure present at Club of Exia, people who are really um, there, uh, I love that contagious, that energy is contagious. How do you connect to people who are anxious or feel fearful, who show up in fear? I congratulate them, to be honest with you, when they come in here um, and they look at me with like a deer in a headlight, you know, they don't understand why I said that. And I tell them straight up that that is the hardest thing you've ever probably have ever done is walk first steps into a facility like this because they they're, they're fearing the worst. Right. They, they don't know what to, the questions to ask. They've never been in a facility because you got like 75 percent of these people only use five percent of the club. Right. And. So our goal is to, to change that mindset to have them use 100% of our facility. And so when I say, you know, congratulations, they, again, they look at me and I explain that you did the hardest thing possible is to actually show up. And the rest is up for us to, to make them feel comfortable, right? And, um, and that's why the team Scott and I have built, we, we just, we don't have these egos. And, and so people see that, they, 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 they understand it and then, it's it's the education side of things where you can really relate to what they're feeling right i mean i've been doing it i've been in this industry for 30 years 35 years and so you you know over time how people react to a place like this and and um it's our job to crack that code to really make them feel comfortable um, engage with them um, you know, not no pressure, just really find out what it is that brought them to our place and us finding the right solution for them, you know, and I think they, they feel that and, and introducing them to, to other members, making them feel at home is, is a big, is a big component mm-hmm. on, 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 on our brand and who we are and how we operate. It's, 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 um, it's overwhelming sometimes because you, re, you I when I talk to all the members and you don't realize how impactful it really is when you start talking to them and, and, and they come up to us and like I said that this place has changed themselves, you know. And there's so many there's so many things that 
you know, Scott and I, are, 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 we just uh, we, we're in disbelief in a good way because we just can't believe uh, the response that we've been getting, you know, on this this place and the community that we've been building in Southern Marin's like anywhere else. They need a place they can trust. And, and what we have built is a lot of trust here. Um, and I think we've uh, we were adamant about that and we we um, we deliver. And that's a huge thing is there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there. And, and I think, you know, we deliver on our promises and, you know, there's a full transparency with us and it just works. Yeah, I love how it for for the two of you, it's become something bigger than you thought it was going to be just by by showing up in, um, you know, understanding what your purpose is and showing up in that purpose without it being about the two of you and your egos and um it does it opens it opens doors you didn't even imagine and it's clear it's clear um that's true for a lot of people there we're just two humble guys businessmen entrepreneurs trying to create a space that uh that improves the overall wellness of the community and uh we're open to feedback from people uh we're very flexible as warren says we deliver on our promises i think people really resonate with that yeah uh, i certainly did so thinking about thinking about how you show up without ego how you show up to really you know i like that what you, what you said warren about congratulating somebody just acknowledging that somebody is making a big step and then um you know, showing up in passion, showing up with community at the heart of what you're trying to do. How do you keep yourselves in that space? How do you keep that noise of other people's fear or frustration at a minimum so that you can show up like that? You know, I think it's, uh, you know, we, Part of it is we know, you know, we, we don't have it all figured out, but we have a pretty good idea that we know what we're doing and uh, and the evidence is in the member experience and, and the feedback that we're getting. And so it's it's finding that balance between being open to member feedback, what their concerns are, what their fears are, what their issues uh, may be uh, uh, with the confidence of knowing that we are delivering uh, pretty much uh, as great a product and services what can possibly be delivered in this circumstance. And so that helps a lot, I think. Yeah. And I like to put myself in, you know, the member's perspective all the time. Right. And, you know, being, being the owner operators, which is very rare, uh, I think, and I don't think I, I know in this business industry, especially in today's, uh, how we're operating as a whole, um, it goes a long, long way. And I had a member, you know, saw me in the locker rooms, cleaning towels and they were blown away that the owner's actually doing these things. Right. So for me, it's, 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 it's always that we're not, we're no one's too good to not do that. Um, it's about uh, the members understanding that we're in it for them. Right. Um, and I think that with, with any business, you have to be passionate about it. Um, but you also have to be open-minded too, to and, and be able to be strong enough to ask the, the hard questions. What 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 don't you like about Club Avexia? What are we missing? And hear the honest truth so we can course correct. 
and I think that's a big part on who we are um, because we take it very, very personal. Um, if one member is not happy versus, you know, one or 20 members, right? And there's a lot of, the Southern Marin is, is a very wealthy area. And so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I, I want to, there's a lot of pretentiousness here possibly, but I found that what Scott and I have put together, we have, we have been able to bring in the most, I mean, we got a lot of high, high profile people here, but it's really nice because I, I've never been to a place that people come in here with bedhead and actually can work out right? <laughs> and, they're, and they're able to just be left alone and they know that they're protected by Scott and I. And I, and I, I find that to be very uh, humbling uh, because they're putting all this trust into us. So it's not as bad as you would think um, here just because I think we're so involved in the day in day out operations, right? So we're in it, we're seeing it, we're listening, and we're driving it. And that's, uh, I think that is a huge part of the trust that the members are actually uh, putting on us. Well, it sounds like you wanna be part of the community that you're creating. We got, I mean, I have, we have about almost close to 700 members and I can tell you I probably know 85, not say 90% of their names. So I got the coolest friends now, right? And, and that I would never have met anywhere else. And so there's, a, there's such a reward for us because we're meeting new great people. And, and I think, you know, and they feel the same because mm -hmm. we're bringing everybody together. Yeah. Yeah, I love that bedhead. What did I, what did I say when I first met you? I don't want to have to put lipstick on to go yes, work out. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. I've used that quote that's a lot. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about that. That's right. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah I don't want any bullshit. I want to just right. get strong. That's it. <laughs> Can you share a story of somebody who, where you've seen that acknowledging where they are and, and validating their you know, their steps um, and helping them move forward has, has shifted something for them or for you. When we opened here, I had, I got an email from a person who wasn't a member yet, uh, was talking to me. It was really heartwarming because she was overweight, but she had a vision of being a swimmer and swimming to Alcatraz, doing the swim in the bay here. And she really couldn't find the right facility. She was asking questions about Club Avexia and if we had the right trainer. So I, I obviously emailed her back. And this was six months ago, right when we first opened. To this day, she's training with one of our trainers, Kat. And I saw her three weeks ago and she did a swim to Alcatraz. No kidding. And, uh, and Kat to this day is still training her. And I said, I said, my God, I remember when you first emailed me, you didn't think you could ever do something like this, but you believed in us and she did. And I promised her kind of what I told you when I first met you, what we would, I think hopefully you, if you trust us, then we would do something for you. Right. And, and that's, and, and it, it was incredible uh, to see and hear that she actually, it's crazy what she's done. Um, and it just goes to show that you know, we, we do believe what we, what we're, what we're part of here. And, and if we can just have everybody trust themselves that they can do it and, and follow what we provided for them. Um, it just becomes this, it's, it's a whole different mindset. You know, we're changing, literally changing 
people's lives here. Story when the when our member Jennifer had a shot, she, she went to the doctor, took a, a COVID shot, and she felt really crappy. And the doctor said, just go home. And she came in. She told the Scott and I that instead of coming home, she goes, I'd rather be at Club of Exia. So she mm-hmm. came to Club of Exia and just hung out and grabbed a cup of tea and just would rather have been here than go home. <laughs> and that was mind blowing for Scott and I just to hear that. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the mindset, right? It's it's um, the sacred place I think we've built. Again, it, it's it's you got to trust the people that that um, I guess that are the operators. That's the big part. Well, you've created. I, I think that's. I think the trust piece is important. You've created. You trust yourselves. You've you trust what you're building, and you've created a place where people can come in and trust what you're doing. I, I mean, I. I had a life altering moment uh, with the first gym that I ever joined uh, six years ago, um, or maybe that was eight, that was eight years ago. That was when I, I hit this idea of connection and it happened to be a CrossFit gym, although that wasn't my intention to join a CrossFit gym or even to join a gym, but it was, a, it was a similar, this was back in Massachusetts. It was a similar thing. I didn't know what was happening. I just knew that I trusted the leadership and then, what came out of that was for me life altering because it was the first time I took a hold of my physical fitness. And it's been a similar journey for me here in this gym because COVID hit just like two, two weeks. The lockdown started about two weeks after my mother died and she died 11 months after my father died. So for about six years before I joined Club of Exia, I was um, managing my my parents declining health and then and then their subsequent deaths and i had had this idea that after my mother died i would have a moment to breathe you know just a moment to kind of go from crisis mode and into into just really getting back to my life and then covid hit and you know there was so much to be grateful for um in the timing of that because we had been with my parents when they died i was so so grateful for that uh, but it felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me. And I, you know, I just, I was running on fumes and I went into, you know, survival mode almost, which is in a very privileged, let me just be honest, in a very privileged way. I was, uh, you know, I, you know, all my kids were able to come home and all that kind of stuff. But I, I let those systems that I had put around me go. And some of that was, they had to go because things were shut down and, and the place that I had been working out was shut down and all that kind of stuff. But I wasn't able to rebuild them on my own in a way that I thought I could have, and certainly not for that long. And so Club of Exia was, or just coming in and meeting the two of you was a moment where I had that again, where I thought, I don't know exactly what this is. And it looks like there's so much more here than I'm ever going to need. And I don't envision myself being part of a club, but I trust you guys and I'm gonna just say yes. And (laughs) it's not been that long. And here I am, you can't keep me out of that place. I'm there all (laughs) all the time. I totally missed it when I went back East. And I have found um, boxing, which I think I have waited my whole life to do. I just love it. Um, Yeah, and I worked with Kat who was extraordinary and got my, you know, got my strength back, my core back in, in in my physical body, but 
it aligned with where I was emotionally and mentally and, you know, and then, and then working with Jordan on the boxing, I, it's just been so much more than I could have imagined. And that was because I trusted the two of you and that, and you gave me a place to trust myself again, physically. And that it's just been, it's been delightful. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Means a lot for sure. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm curious just before we, um, before we end, what do you want? I think, I think for sure the listeners will hear how great this space is, although not everybody who listens to this um, podcast is in Southern Marin, but kind of looking at the bigger picture, what do you want listeners to take from this conversation from what we've talked about? Well, Warren and I have been entrepreneurs our whole life. And so starting a new business wasn't completely foreign to us, but to start a health club at the tail end of a pandemic, right? Where the industry was on its, was on its butt. Uh, many companies had gone bankrupt. People were looking at us like, you guys are absolutely crazy. But we had the conviction that we were, you know, this, this business, this health club represented an alignment of everything that he and I had done in our lives and brought us to this point and how, and it's how we specifically wanted to spend the second part of our careers, you know, delivering a service. So it wasn't just any business. It was a very specifically aligned business. And that helped us overcome a lot of fear, you know, to, to, to look into sort of the uncertainty of the future of the pandemic and what working out in a gym was going to be for many people. And, and people are so reluctant to do it, but we just, you know, again, we had, we had the confidence of being entrepreneurs our whole life, but it was, it was finding a business that was perfectly aligned with what we wanted to do and to find partnerships. We're, you know, we're like brothers from another mother. So that helps, you know, to, uh, I always told myself I wouldn't get into business with any other partners. I'm sort of a maverick uh, entrepreneur and he's the same way, but we just couldn't resist, you know, this, this alignment, this universal alignment of, of what we wanted to do and the service we wanted to bring to this community. And so I would, I would tell your listeners who are thinking of endeavors to, to try to find something that's really aligned with it, what they want to do. And it really helps uh, with the faith and overcoming fear. Yeah. I will, that's great. I want to echo a lot of what Scott said too. And for exactly what he mentioned, we've always been entrepreneurs. And, and for me, it's always been, been a big visionary. I, you know, you, if you got to have the passion and the vision, and then you just have to be like a rhino, put your head down and charge, right. And go after it. And so fitness has always been part of me. And I knew for myself that I've always wanted not to deviate from the, the fitness industry. And I took it from fitness equipment stores to franchising kids fitnesses to corporate wellness to my ultimate dream was to have a really nice fitness center, um, let alone on the water where I'm a water person. And I think if you stay true to yourself and, and you, you, um, you give your core values, you expose your core values and you stick true to those um, and you have that vision. I, I really believe that it'll, it'll just extrude out of you. You know, you'll, you'll bleed it and um, you'll find a way to get there, you know, and, um, and just follow your, again, people say this, somewhat of a cliche, follow your dreams and work hard 
but I got to tell you, it's a reality, right? And but you have to be passionate about it, and and then the passion will will come out, and people will uh, will see it, right? It's it's not fake; it's it's genuine, and um, you have to go through it yourself. You have to experience it yourself so you can educate, and, and that's what I've been able to do in this industry is because I've done it, um, and I know kind of what works and. And I think you got to, Scott and I are so in alignment with the ego thing. You got to be able to take constructive criticism from whoever, and you have to be able to just take it and learn from it. And I think Scott and I, whether you go to a partnership or not, but we have the understanding that, you know, at the end of the day, we're still going to be really good friends and good partners, but we have to be able to uh, give each other feedback, right? And and not have thin skin. And that's what it takes, you know, and you have to overcome adversity. Uh, adversity is, is something for me, uh, when my back is against the wall, I think that's when I thrive, right? And I think that's really important for your listeners uh, that, that are looking to start something new and um, that adversity could be your best friend because you, the, the parts of you come out that you never thought you could actually have it within. And the same thing with working out, right? You, you, you work out and if you can do, do, do that extra, that extra rep when you're working out, I mean, that's the, that takes care of the whole four sets that you did is that last rep. Right. And so I always tell my, my team, I tell my kids, you know, you, you, you ran it, you run, took a hundred yards and you stopped at 95, right. When those last five yards are the most important yards of you can possibly, you know, if you're of the whole, the whole distance and you just have to see it through and just, just follow your passion. Yeah. Yeah. The passion is contagious. That's great. Thanks for listening to this episode of season three, Undercover Coaches. This season was born from the idea that you don't have to be a coach or trained in coaching skills to move the needle. People in my audience were saying, your guests are amazing, but I don't have these coaching or leadership skills. I can't do that work because I don't know how to. What if I get it wrong or make a mistake? I feel exactly the same way every goddamn day. And I'm calling bullshit on both of us. Creating a connection, stepping into possibility can be as simple as a conversation or even a smaller step, listening before responding. What's one thing you heard in this conversation that you can put into practice? Start with someone you know if that's easier. And then once you get comfortable, try it on someone you don't. Keep practicing. That's the work. I'll be right here beside you doing the same thing. After all, we're living through this together.